October 12th. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and God Morning. Today's podcast is being sponsored by Stephen A. Thompson. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for being there and allowing me to cry out to you in my times of need. It is amazing to me that the Lord of the universe would take time to listen to me and to care about what I say. God, there are things happening around me right now that I do not understand. Some of these things make me feel weak, helpless, and afraid. Even in the midst of this, I know that you are Lord. I know that the situation is in your hand, and I trust you. I beseech you for strength and wisdom that I might be able to endure this situation and be able to handle it in a way that would bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Do not look forward to what may happen tomorrow. The same everlasting Father who cares for you today will take care of you tomorrow and every day. Either he will shield you from suffering or will give you unfailing strength to bear it. Be at peace then. Put aside all anxious thoughts and imaginations and say continually, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and I am helped. He is not only with me, but in me, and I in him. Amen. I adore you, O my God, and I love you with all my heart. I give you thanks that you have created me made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer thee the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be according to thy holy will for thy greater glory. Save me from sin and from all evil. Let thy grace always be with me. Amen. Lord Jesus, May everything I do begin with you, continue with your help, and be under your guidance. May my sharing free me from sins and make me worthy of your healing. May I grow in your love and your service and become a pleasing offering to you. May the mystery I celebrate help me to reach eternal life with you. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me in the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Stay with us. Be back in a moment with more prayers. We have an internal struggle with sin even after salvation. According to In Touch magazine, when we give in to temptation, we're often plagued by feelings of condemnation and may wonder if God has abandoned us. That's why Romans 8.1 is such a comforting verse. It says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. When the Savior went to the cross on our behalf, he lifted the guilt and penalty for sin from our shoulders and made us righteous. Our sins are wiped clean and we are chosen and loved by God. Condemnation is reserved for those who reject the Lord, not for those who have been reconciled to the Father by the Savior. If you experience feelings of rebuke they are not from the Lord, but from the devil who accuses us. To realign our thinking with the Father's need, we need to fill our mind with the truth of Scripture and remember that he never condemns those who belong to him. The devil will whisper lies, but God's word always speaks truth. So rely on it. And thank the Lord for loving and saving you. Amen. And now hope for your life for each day. Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.22 Flee from evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Temptation is something like a magnet. The more you dwell on it, the closer you get to it, the stronger its attraction becomes. In fact, if you don't look out, it will become almost impossible for you to pull away from it. So don't let that happen because the closer the magnetic forces get to each other, the harder it is to pull them apart. The first step you need to take to gain victory over sin is to flee from whatever tempts you. Don't play with it or toy with it in your mind. Get as far from it as possible. And that includes food. It's whatever is tempting you. I have known of people who had to change jobs 
to keep away from something or someone that was tempting them to do wrong. But it was the only way to avoid giving in to temptation and sinning. What step do you need to take to overcome temptation in your life? Okay, do it. Amen. John 8, 31. It's as if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. A disciple's time was someone who followed a teacher or philosopher. A disciple was both a learner and a follower, believing the teacher's message and then putting it into practice. Jesus gave the word disciple added meaning. However, because his disciples also went out to tell others about him. A disciple of Jesus is someone who has committed his or her life to Jesus and who seeks each day to learn, to follow, and to share him with others. The first disciples weren't perfect, and neither are we. Like them, we need to learn more, follow more, and share more. But all of us who belong to Christ are called to be disciples. Unlike the original disciples, we can't physically spend time with Jesus, but we can learn from him by reading his word. We can follow him by obeying his will, and we can share him with the world that desperately needs to be saved. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be back with more. And now, God's purpose for your life. Luke 8.15 says, The seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. Jesus explains the kind of heart that's receptive to his word. He says we must hear the word. We don't allow the teaching of scripture to merely pass through our ears. Rather, we listen to and apply it. We're willing to have any areas sifted, refined, and liberated by his truth. Be honest, open, transparent, and genuine with the Lord. Be good, which means turned toward God. We know this because when the rich young ruler called Jesus a good teacher, Jesus replied, Why do you call me good? No one is good except for God alone. So, we must be people who seek to have his character and purge all things that oppose him from our lives. Hold the word fast, keeping possession of it. We never let go or doubt God, even when we don't understand our circumstances. Bear fruit. Being productive in examining the fruit of our lives regularly. And persevere. Persevere. 
staying the course always, because that's how we become mature and produce a great harvest for his name. Jesus, make my heart good soil for your word and make it abundantly fruitful. Amen. God's Promises Day by Day Matthew 5, 8 Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Jesus said, Happy are the pure in heart. Now we should be able to take that for just what it means. If the heart is the seat of affection, then our love toward God must be pure. If the heart is the center of our motives, then our motives must be pure. If the heart is the residence of our wills, then our wills must be yielded to Christ. We are to be pure in love, pure in motive, and pure in desire. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Through the knowledge of God, we will receive all things needed for life and godliness, or God-likeness, if you will. This is being more like Jesus, ushering more of the kingdom of heaven onto this earth, fighting for the same justice Christians throughout history have been fighting for in establishing each generation. We have exceedingly great and precious promises that have been given to us so that we can live by the divine nature God has put into everyone who believes Jesus died for his or her sins and was raised back to life, that we would live by the fullness of the Holy Spirit seated into us as a down payment on all God's plans to do in, through, and for us. Now please bow your head and repeat after me. I declare that I have everything I need for life and godliness. Each day I am becoming more like Jesus and each day more of your kingdom is being released in the earth. I have exceedingly great and precious promises in you and I decree that they will be released in their proper season because of your power at work within me I declare that I will do great exploits for 
my king and your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay? Now God's way day by day. Philippians 4, 6. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The antidote for worry is a greater awareness of God's presence. When you feel anxiety rising up in you, ask God to make his presence known to you. Let him know that you are trusting in him. Tell him what you would like to see happen, but add to your petition thanks for what God has done in your life in the past and praise him for who God is. The more you thank and praise God, the greater calm you will experience. It's true. He is the Lord of all. All things do come from him. He is our provider, our deliverer, our savior, our redeemer, our fortress, our trust. He is our life. He is the king of the universe and he is still on his eternal throne. Amen. Stay with us. We'll be back with more prayers. Let's pray for forgiveness, which is always a good thing. Lord, I forgive all service people, policemen, firemen, bus drivers, hospital workers, and especially repairmen who have taken advantage of me in their work. Lord, I forgive my employer for not paying me enough money, for not appreciating my work, for being unkind and unreasonable with me, for being angry or unfriendly, for not promoting me and for not complimenting me on my work. Lord, I forgive my school teachers and instructors of the past as well as the present for those who punished me, humiliated me, insulted me, treated me unjustly, made fun of me, called me dumb or stupid, made me stay after school. I truly forgive them today. Lord, I forgive my friends who have let me down, lost contact with me, do not support me, were not available when I needed help, borrowed money and did not return it, gossiped about me. Lord Jesus, I especially pray for the grace of forgiveness for the one person in life who has hurt me the most. 
I ask to forgive anyone who I consider my greatest enemy, the one who is the hardest to forgive or the one who I said I will never forgive. I forgive them, Lord. Lord, I beg pardon for all these people, for any hurt that I have inflicted on them. I am especially sorry <laughs> for and you filled in the blank. Thank you, Jesus, that I am being freed of the evil of forgiveness. Let your Holy Spirit fill me with light and let every dark area of my mind be enlightened. Amen. And with all that, I say good morning, God. <laughs> You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand, please. Hold it tight, please. For I can't walk alone. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. We just got some blessings started for October 12th. I will see you tomorrow, same time, same station. <laughs> Bye for now.